Thank you, Jesus. Okay, let's quickly go to last week. The title established a page. We do not balance it. We establish it. Praise God. Hallelujah. So don't use that word again. Okay? Don't say uh, balance it. Balance it. You know, the two cannot have two sides. It is what have two sides that we balance. Okay? The two have only one side. The two. That side is the truth. Amen. That side is the truth. So don't balance anything. Those people that have corrected for that, because they are pastors, because one of them is the devil. No. So they, they have adopted that truth now and they are using it. They don't say, let us balance it anymore. They don't balance anything. Truth is truth. As far as it is truth, it is truth. Amen. So somebody says the truth is the truth. I can't balance. The truth. Say the truth. Have only one leg. The truth. Have only one face. It doesn't have two faces. Glory to God. Okay, so let us go to the truth of God's word. Last week we tried to establish what Paul taught is. Second Corinthians 12 7. The title, because we have been talking about evil man, and because uh, a lot of people are saying that Paul was. Uh, was uh, uh, Paul also sick, and God did not heal the sickness of Paul. So it will be that God wants to use sickness to teach us lessons. Amen. God is not using sickness to teach believers lessons. Amen. God does not have sickness. Sickness came as a result of the fall of man in the Garden of Eden. Not only sickness, all the problems, all the problems in the world came. The result of the fall of man. It was the aftermath effect of the fall of man in the garden of Eden. Amen. The sickness is as a result of the, the, the aftermath effect of disobedience of man in the garden of Eden. Man disbelieved, and because of that, man received the result of that disbelief or disobedience or sin. Amen. Praise God. So. Paul did not receive any sickness. Paul does not have any sickness that God refused to heal. What happened is that God was trying to let Paul endure persecution. So, persecution is, is the purpose of that second Corinthians 12 7 persecution. I think we, uh, we went into the book, uh, the Old Testament. To establish that truth. Praise God. Okay? One of the scriptures that we used to establish it last week is Joshua chapter 3 and verse 13. Joshua chapter 3 verse 13. And we also use Judges chapter 2 verse 3. But, okay, we didn't use Judges. Praise God. We used uh, Numbers 3 verse 55, right? Numbers 3 verse 55, Joshua 3 verse You can also add to your notes. Judges chapter 2 Verse 3. You will see that Paul uh, is used to refer to persecution or to refer to people who are against Israel. Amen. Who are working against Israel. So the return of Brother Paul in 2 Corinthians 12 7 is not sickness in any way. And we try to uh, give us the uh, Several instances where Brother Paul was actually butchered. Amen. Was actually butchered. One of which is found in Acts chapter 9, verse 23. Acts chapter 3, the Jews determined to kill Paul after his conversion. Another one, Acts chapter 9, verse 26 to 29, he was injured in joining the Christian. Even a fellow believer injured him to join him to join the Christian home because of his past records. Praise God. It's what they follow me. And several other points that we did last week. I cannot uh, complete it today again. So then we, we talked about the Acts of the 9, verse 15 to 18. Acts of the 9, verse 15 to 18. When uh, God put Ananias to heal Paul. Praise God. You know? And tell him what. He will suffer. I told you that what Paul will suffer 
doesn't say that Paul will suffer sickness, but what he says that what Paul will suffer for Jesus' sake. That's the right word. That's the complete picture for Jesus' sake. And what Paul will suffer for Jesus' sake is perfection, not sickness. And the blindness of Brother Paul, the blindness of Saul, who became Paul, was not alone given to him by Jesus or by God. It was the way, the way of life of God's presence that blindfolded Paul. Amen. So, don't join uh, anybody to say that God is sickness. God doesn't do what he does not have. You know what I said? He doesn't do it. He's a good God. He's the father of light. There is no shadow of turning. There is no shadow of turning to him. He doesn't change. He's good and he's entirely good. Praise God. Okay, let us look at another example very quickly before. I didn't mention this last week, but let me just give you another example. Another thing that people say is that God brings Job's sickness. We use Job as an example as well. But is that actually true? Did God give Job sickness? No, God doesn't give Job sickness. Amen. It was Satan. Because Satan is an embodiment of sickness. He represents sickness. Amen. He represents all evil. When you see any evil. And that is the reason why. When you see any places of people in your life, in your career, in your academics, in your health, in your spiritual life, in any area of your life, when you see any type of people there, you should know that this is the secret that the devil is around. Are you ever saying that? Whatever thing in your life that God is at work teaching you a lesson, no, it's, it's not God and it can never be God. So, people by his style, by his style, he likes to cover himself and to cover himself to perpetrate people. He likes to you know, most of the time, then, he possesses human to use that human against another human, to use that person against a fellow human. And you will be seeing that human, but you will not know that it is God who actually has a war. You know, when, for those that don't have to pray everywhere, go to protest and all of that, I don't encourage you, I have to follow this on several occasions here, don't go to pounds. Can you ever stop that? Please stop that. So many lives, so many destinies have been destroyed as a result of that people. Because the spirit of Christ, the spirit, the seers, the seer anointing, this in the old testament they call them seer. The seer anointing is on you. Or is in you. In you. You can see. You can know. Let me tell you something. There is no thing any prophet will tell you that God will not tell you. Nothing. Anything that prophet tells you is the confirmation of what God has told you. It's the confirmation. Search your spirit very well. If I give you prophet now, if you search your spirit, you know that at what point in time or the other, God has produced such things. So it's always a confirmation. I understand. So for those for people who put about to pray, you know, meet for six prophets, prayer, and all of that. So the prophets, and that is what so this thing has damaged a lot of life. And thank God we are raising this here. You know, we are trying to we are trying to, you know, invite the adults. But we see that they have become like they have become like uh, a like a like a tribal that if you want to offend them, they it's it's crack. So that we need them. We are raising this so that we can give you the right mindset. Amen. You see, what they will tell you is that it is your mother that is behind the problem. Amen. And 
Who told you that? Take this thing. Put it under your pillow. If when you sleep and you dream, whatever you see is the, is the person that is behind the table. And truly, when you sleep, you see your mother. Can I tell you the truth? It's not your mother. It's the devil. Devil is operating through your mother. Devil is operating through your sister. Devil is operating through the neighbor, at your neighbor. And devil operates through the death that is very close to you. You cannot attain. Devil operates through the death that is close to you. Through neighbors, through mother, through father, through sister, through uncle, that are close to you. But it's not that person, it's the devil. So the devil likes to envelope himself and push somebody forward and push something else forward for you to see. Are you understanding? Understand? So, when you are praying, pray against the devil, don't pray against anyone. In this part of the world, the question we ask when we are passing through any challenge. Is the question of who? Who? When that question has put us, what is that in Africa? It has put us in a lot of problems. The question you should ask is the question of what? It's not who. Why are you fooling yourself? Tell yourself, I won't fool myself again. See, I won't fool myself again. You know, we are here on Wednesday doing the Bible study. I love that statement that that sister said. Ah, that statement I love. I have said, I have said it in diverse ways before. I have said that thing in diverse ways. You know, but that sister put it in another, in another dimension that seems that catches my heart. It says, we should create our reality. Bro, you know that Create your reality. If you should want your quality that it is. Are you not saying that? Whatever it is that you cannot find in God's world, eh? don't believe it. I, I think that day we were talking about spirit wife and spirit husband. There is nothing like that. So, yeah, nothing like spirit husband and spirit wife. Because the Bible did not record. As a matter of fact, it is not anywhere in the Bible, Spirit of the And the Bible did not record that there is gender spirit. That does not tell us that we have male spirit or female spirit. Have you ever come up with the right thing? Male spirit, female spirit. So where did the spirit of the world spirit one? Nothing like that. But you see, that is why we say, make your reality. If you believe in it, then we will not make it to be happy. <laughs> if your reality is that there is spirit of that, you will have it, you will say it. In fact, you will speak like this, you will see the man, black and poor, you will come, which matches, you will come and show up. But if you don't believe, the best way to overcome the devil, the best way to overcome the devil is to be born. I don't think somebody is going to say, Oh, I'm pushing an error, right? Ah, how can I ignore the devil? Ah, Pastor, stop that thing you are talking about. It's because we have not come to villages before and see this thing real and see it all. Ah, come to our village, you will see this thing all. And no. I was talking to this thing because. So I understand. I'm telling you from a very different revelation that all these things, they are near magic. They are not real. They are illusion. 
They are illusions. They appear to be real, but they are not real. Come on, read the Bible. Come on, read the Bible. Read the Bible. Read it. Read it. Read it. I, I know that it is true that you are carrying today. At least, of course, you can be. If you are carrying your phone, this is it. It is phone and iPad you are carrying today. Raise it up. Okay, say after me. Say whatever is not written in this word of God. I cease to believe you. Say whatever that is written in this world, I believe. Case closed. Say case closed. The word of God is our standard. Is our standard. We are, are operating by the world. Is our operational manual. That is the guide for our life. And that is the reason why we are here to mystify that world. We are here to correctly study to show thyself approved a work command that you get not to be ashamed, but to write to accurately divided the world of truth. So when the word of truth is well divided in your spirit, you will see the reality of it. You are rescued from every form of bondage. Praise God. So I'm talking about Joseph. How did Joseph escape? You know the story. Joseph was why? Because of fear. Fear. Because that would be that fear has tormented, isn't it? No, fear has tormented. So, God was tormented because of fear. It wasn't good. And listen, we are different. You are different from you. You know what? You know how? Because you are born again. Joe was a slave. You are a son. You are a son of God. God was a slave. You are born of the incorruptible seed. You are born of God. So you are not a slave. For we are not given the spirit of bondage again to fear. The spirit of bondage again. Spirit, not that word. The spirit of bondage again to fear. For the spirit of adoption, whereby you want to cry, Abba Father. That is the spirit we are given. Can you see that? No, they don't want to, to call God in fact. For where? For where? If you know, if you know the distance between Job and God, that distance, eh, that distance was collapsed by Jesus and it brought us there. The distance between God far, God sees Job. But when Christ died, it collapses all the demarcation. It collapses all the world of demarcation. And it brings us together with God. And we can say, for sin. For sin. Can you see that? Let us therefore come before the throne of grace. He said, boldly, we come, we walk with God, and we call him our Father. Somebody follow me. That is the truth of the gospel. It's just the truth of the gospel. It is very simple, right? But in that simplicity, the last power. Are you getting something? The gospel I was telling yesterday. He said, the gospel is simple. You don't, you don't, a lot of people don't preach the gospel. They preach, either they preach fear or they preach Condemnation, or they preach materialism, or they preach, you know, other gospel. 
gospel, other gospel, but there is one gospel. And that gospel is the gospel of the grace of God. It's the gospel of the death, the death and the resurrection of Jesus. That is the gospel that saved us. And the same way we were saved, the same way we walk. Can you see that? The understanding of this simple thing is vibration. The vibration is completely from every from every ignorance. Hallelujah. Okay, let us move on a little bit. I'm not going to really do much for my note today, but I believe that the Holy Spirit will help us in Jesus' mighty name. And last week we talked about two strains of healing. Two strains. We are going to talk about one of these last week. We talked about the strain of God's word. Healing comes to God's word. Amen. And see, anybody that finds God's word, eh, if they can pass it through anyone who is born again that finds God's word. So what it means is that if they can pass it, through you. Say, say, healing can happen through me. Say, healing can happen through me. Say, the last time, say, healing can happen through me. As long as you find the word and you hold on to it and you can Forty it can happen. Okay, stop. I think I have done that here. I've done that here several times. We have got that just say, okay, let somebody come and pray for someone. And the beginning is just there. It's not about the high-fold ministry. It's not about the post-prophet, about the teacher, about the pastor, about the evangelist, but about God's word. Anyone that is born again and found God's word, it may have happened through that person. First off, so uh, I said God's word is indestructible, God's word is inspired, God's word is infallible, God's word is authoritative. Amen. Then I said last week that God's word never stopped working. It never stopped working. Praise God. Praise God. Let us read this scripture. Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. Isaiah 55, 10, 11. It says, For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and the Lord will come there, for the water the have, and make it bring forth and pour, that, that it may be seed to the soil and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that put forth from my mouth. It shall accomplish what I did, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. God's word never return back to me. See, God only told the life to be once. And since that time, life has been non-stop. Are you following that? So God has commanded your healing once. He healed you once. He's not going to heal you again. Get my feet of that. God healed you once. By his Christ, we were healed. On the cross of Calvary, the work of our healing is not only the death that happened. Our healing happened on the cross. Amen. And if happen once, all you need to do now is to take it. Say, I take it. Your healing is available. The temple is already set. Notice, nobody is cooking it. It's open. You are to go there and eat. Are you ready? Go there and eat. You go into God's world and eat. What belongs to you, and you find your healing. Mm-hmm. 
I'm telling you the truth. The whole of the church. God has healed you. Say God has healed you. So all I need to do now is to take it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. So let me just give you the principle here is that God only has to say something once for it to come to pass. God does not have to decree that any human being be healed. He has already said it and it is the truth. Now, it is up to Christians or it is up to you to establish God's word on her by removing the enemy's work from the bodies of human, even from your own very body. Praise God. Let us look at number two. The stream of anointing. The stream of anointing. That is the second way whereby we receive healing. The stream of anointing. In Acts chapter 10, verse 38, the Bible says, Our God, listen carefully to that scripture, our God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. Who went about doing good in the prison or prayer of the devil? For God was with him. Praise God. Now, what year did Jesus after his ministry? What age? Age 30. Huh? From the time he was born till Age to one. Did he perform miracles? Huh? He did not. The Bible did not report that he performed miracles. Are you hearing that thing? He did perform miracles. Until when God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and with power. Very high in the middle of the sky. Somebody get that So, the anointing came upon Jesus overwhelmingly so much that a woman that had been traumatized by the issue of blood, that woman determined in her heart that if I could touch the end of the garment of this man, I would be healed. Okay, now, in that case, Jesus Christ don't use nothing anymore. Did he? No, it's not the word of God that gave that woman that, that day. It's the, it's the healing anointing from the body of Jesus. See, it is not that garment that produces the anointing. That garment is not, is not, the, is not the anointed. Jesus is the anointed one. But because the energy that flows from the body of Jesus flows into the garment. That was why the garment is saturated with power. So that corrects this. Let me correct this. Let me correct this. In this church, you will ask us, why are we not using anointing oil? Has it come across your mind before? That I don't see these people talking about oil, 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 oil. I know if you want oil, if I die for you, go and buy head. In your house, you don't do it. That thing you see in the bottle is not a rotting oil, it is oil. Only it is sitting on me, only oil. Go and buy that jet. It is called only oil. Are you listening? It's not a lot, there is nothing called a rotting oil. What we have. Is the anointed one. If you touch my garment and you receive healing, it is the anointing that because as I'm talking now, nothing is flowing. Are you ready? As I'm talking, as I'm preaching the gospel, and nothing is flowing. It is the anointing that is flowing from my being that is flowing for this flow. See. Anointing flows in degree. 
incomplete. It is possible that somebody that carried high degree anointing is stuck in there, and somebody is receiving healing down the street. You don't get that too. Because the energy is emitting. Is emitting. Is light. Is emitting. Amen. It's not the clothes. It's not the who has us. Why we don't use handkerchief? Handkerchief is not the anointed one. Of course, you know, there is a lot of controversy uh, in, on the internet sometimes ago about a preacher talking about the anointing oil. He says anointing oil is not a symbol of the Holy Spirit. That anointing oil is, is the very life of God in the fortune. Somebody say it is palace. Say it is palace. Say it is super teaching. Say it is super teaching. It is not true. No oil is not the spirit of God in the body. Because the spirit of God cannot be born in the small object and bottle. If oil is the spirit of God in the body, then Jesus will be a lamp walking on four legs. Because all these things are symbol. A symbol. We call Jesus the lamp of God. Oh, then if you see Jesus on four legs, because he's the lamp of God. Jesus is the bread of life. Then we begin to buy bread and say, Look at Jesus. I get something. All these things are symbolic. There is nothing called anointing oil. Ah, if you find this in your Bible, you can come and show me. You know, I think this, when I'm teaching, I think I challenge to you. So that you understand that. The only time, the only time anointing oil was mentioned in the Bible, eh? I think it was in the Old Testament. And God gave instruction how to prepare it. So many things were put together to prepare it. But in the New Testament, what we have is the anointed one. As I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm the anointed one. You are the anointed one. You are the anointed one. Anointing of God flows through you. In James chapter 5, when the Bible talked about, is anybody sick among you? You know, that scripture, if you read it critically, let us open our Bible to James chapter 5 and let us read that please so that you see what that scripture talked about. Let's go down to uh, 17 Yaradah. So, okay, good for you. He said, He's sick among you. I want to go. Let him call the head out of the church. Let him pray over him. Oh, wait. Look at it. Anointing. Him with oil. Did he say, did he say anointing him with anointing oil? He said anointing him. In other words, administering, administering, that is the anointing, administering him with oil. Because only oil is medicinal in those times. You know what you know? It's medicinal. So let us put only oil on him because it is medicinal. I hope that Anointing him with oil. Go on. In the name of the Lord. That is what he is doing. That is what he is. He said, and the prayer of faith shall save. That save is another word for heal. Shall heal. 
that feel the sea. And the Lord, who raised him up? The Lord. What did what, what he do? The prayer of faith. The son of the following. So, have I answered the question why we talk about oil, 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 oil? See, if I lay him on this chair, huh? it is possible that my anointing, which is the anointing to be part of me, flows on this chair. When you lay him on this chair, I think I need to be here. But you see, we have idolized all this. You see, somebody, huh? Was, was somebody, somebody in that man. And I was called up to pray for the person. When I got there, I listened to my spirit. There is a spirit in man. And the breath of God or the creation of God gives. He understanding. So I was I was listening to my spirit and I want the spirit of God to give me understanding of direct of what to do at that particular point in time. And I got what I need to do. And I told the person, don't worry, it's going to be fine. That was the word I got and I said, and we're praying. And they were they invited one woman. The woman came with big bottle of oil. And the best thing is to was pouring the oil in the mouth, in the nose, in the hair, in the... I said, what? You will finish with that. Pouring oil in somebody's... I said, you know, do you know, you know that too much oil is dangerous to your hair? That, that only oil. Too much of it is harmful to your hair. So much of it. See, we have seen a lot of rubbish things. We have seen a lot of because you know, in the course of in the course of trying to grow and then power, we should have traveled about and seen a lot of things before God brings us back to this right knowledge. You will go to some places on the rock and you will see what they call Tawiji. A ring one or something like that thing that you will see it playing in the water, and they will tell you that the water is anointed. And you see people bringing water and drink. You will see where that is as dirty as anything, and they will tell you when anointed. And people will take bread from the water and drink. And the people that are special people they are taking it in one, and you are like, This is too dirty for people ignorantly. Don't eat it. You should drink it. You can know that is rubbish. That can cause sickness. And sickness that can kill someone. Anointing is in the eats of a friend. You, the carry anointing. When you drink and anointing flow to your body. See some people inside the big handkerchief and play it everywhere in the handkerchief, handkerchief, handkerchief everywhere. You know, pour, pour oil everywhere. Are we doing it? Are we doing it? That is an idol. It's an idol. And God is like, you know, idolatry. God is like this. Because you get somebody getting up saying, Holy Candle, I think you can do this. This is the This is the This is the Anybody that is angry, you do something to be angry, right? So, yeah? It's a bit of it. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The truth you are hearing today, 
is like a king. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Praise God. Don't put your trust in any object. We are not worshipping any element. We are worshipping the living God. Not elements. Not elements. Not elements. But the living God. But the living God. And that living God is in the inside of you. You don't need oil. You don't need oil. There is nothing that cannot be oil anywhere. Nothing that cannot be oil. It's oil. Cooking oil. Cooking cooking oil. You want to find it? You find it with this. You want to cook rice? You cook rice with And look, that oil you can use to cook and enjoy it is is more is more better than all those normal oil. Because the reason why we don't use it for cooking is because it's expensive. More purified. It's medicinal. It's medicinal. And when we preach this thing, we see us as as brethren, as brethren, and that is the truth. That is so funny. We have the truth. We are convinced about it. We know we see it in the scripture. We need to say it. We need to preach it.
You can't box God. God is dynamic. You can't say, God, I told you many times. I said, God can deal with one situation differently every day to the time. Different, different face of God on one issue. Different face of God. So, how would you box him? How would you say, hey, when I put, when I, when I put, when I put, no, not, so, some people use speak of the box God too. You know, it's also wrong. When I put Psalms 102 verse 1, and I have him with 4 John 2 3, and I put it, but then I put the three people together, shall you Ah, 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 it's sharing here, that is share with you. That's what we call share with you, the work of the Lord. That is what we call, don't be share with you, they have book for it. They have book for it, to combine this, to combine this, and combine this, and take two books with it. That's what we make for books. Are you going to say, no, God doesn't work that way. God doesn't work with others. The day, every day, every day, you know the formula of God is no more God. It's no more God. Every day you know that, oh, uh, don't worry, bring, bring, bring that grand man. You know the secret. By the time you do this, 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 you any time I'm coming to minister, you see me waiting for the preaching of you, for what for me to do, because he will do our work. So when I'm ministering and laying hands, I'm laying hands based on my faith in him that he will be. See, making you, miracle happening to you is a God's discretion. It's a God's discretion. It's not about me, it's not about formula, it's not about anything. It's a God's discretion. He decides for him, goes to for him, and pray that he for him, he decides for we will do our own to pay. If that is the way it works, then nobody will return anymore or not. Because we don't go. And say, Dad, come on! At least just like this day. And we are still here to have this day. It won't have this day. But is it every day like that? Does that people are raised? I can't tell you. It's a God discussion. And what is this? Don't don't give it. How oh, the man that that performed the greatest miracle all of it today, no one has performed the miracle in the miracle of Tonjile. Tonjile made all the hospitals in this country to close down. Hospitals close down. Hospitals close down. You can imagine holding meeting and giving that. Hospitals that the government of his day will begin to fight it. You know, fight it. But it is not everyone that this man may have that gets in You will deny us away. You will steal away. Somebody get what I'm saying? Somebody get what I'm saying? I know everything is what you say. Everything is what you have to offer. You are the God. You are the God. You are the God. You are the God. We call you Jesus. You are the God. God wants us to depend on Him. He wants us to trust him. We must put our trust in our ability, in our strength, or in any object. Are you telling me before? I can't believe it. I'm teaching you about it. You see the truth here? Religion, the Italian religion, the Italian, is 
Your house. <laughs> you know, just, just sharing spirit of God, just sharing your experience of God. 